Welcome to C3 Church Queens Beach Podcast. We're so glad you could join us. Today, we pray as you hear from our special guest that you'll be inspired to live your best life. Well, good morning, QB. Hello. Good to see you all again and to be here up in the sunny side. It's sort of like when you go down there, it's all rainy. You come up here, it's all sunny. Well, it was this morning. I took a time to just drive along the beach and just enjoy along Quinns and all those speed humps as you go along the coast there. You know, you drive past, you think, man, they've got great houses. And you think it takes them half an hour to get out because they've got all these speed humps to get out. But um, it's great to be here. It's good to see you all again and um, to be here. My family's here. They weren't here last time, so it's good to have them here. I'm going to try and keep them engaged for the 30 minutes and see if I can keep my kids' attention for that time. Um, <laughs> it'll be good. Um, don't overestimate practice. Practice usually and actually makes permanent. Don't do it over. Sorry, do do it over and over and over again until it becomes part of who you are. Let me read that again because I know it's Sunday morning and all our oxygen's gone through worshipping. Don't overestimate practice. Practice actually makes perfect and permanent. Do it over and over and over again until it becomes part of who you are. Those statements just are incredible for me. This year I've been continually challenged. I know last time I was here I spoke about motion. And I've been continually challenged this year to move forward, to, to strive and to push forward in my life, to continue to step forward, to move forward into where God wants me to do, to be and to do and to be around and that sort of thing. Um, and who knows, maybe don't put your hand up, who knows life is full. If you're a student, at this time of year, year 12, it's quite full. My Kaylin's in year 12 and it's quite full for her with like all these different things. But life's full. And when you decide to push forward, it somehow gets even busier and fuller. You know, it's like when we sit back and go, man, I'm so busy. But then as soon as you push forward, it's all of a sudden 10 times busier. It's just incredible. Jesus' Sermon on the Mount gives us a picture of how his kingdom is more than how we see and operate in this world. He often contrasts the way we think and try and navigate our lives and use our own navigation tools versus how the kingdom of God actually operates. You know, like, don't murder, tick, I've done that. It's like all these tick boxes, done that, done that, done that, all right? But then God turns and he goes, whoever is angry will be subject to the same judgment. And you're like, what? How does that sort of fit? I can't actually tick that box because I got angry at those surfers this morning when I saw them out. No, no. <laughs> um, predicting rain doesn't count. That's me navigating. Oh, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. Yeah, look at that rain. It's going to be sunny. Predicting that actually doesn't count. Building an ark does. Me practicing what God says. And we saw we said that in Noah's love. He practiced actually what God said. We can actually predict the rain, but building the ark actually made a difference. I've got a scripture here called uh, from Matthew 7. We can get that up. That'll be great. It says, um, there we go. Therefore, 
everyone who hears these words of mine, the foundational words of Jesus, and puts them into practice, does them, applies them to our life, is like a wise man who built his house on the rock, unshakable, solid. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew, life the hard points, the challenges, all those things that want to just push us over and push us back um, and beat against the house, the life, our life. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the, the challenges of life came around and beat against the house and it fell with a great crash. I love this picture. I'm an outdoor education teacher at school and some people think, oh man, it's just like, you know, all you do is have fun and go snorkeling. And Well, I do do that. I do go surfing and I do do all those fun things, but I do actually deal with 30 teenage students at the same time so the balance of that um, is interesting and I take I take these kids and these students on expeditions and we do like three-day expeditions from point A to point B and um, before we go and I talk to them about setting up tents how to set up tents how to put them together where to put them how to position them how to make them taut so that you know the rain doesn't get in we set the tents up on the oval we practice setting them up we put Make sure the poles are all working right, the pegs are in, you've got enough pegs. You know, if you've got 15 pegs and you should have 15 pegs, don't come to camp with 10 because there'll be some issues. Um, we get make sure there's a fly, an outer layer to the tent. Um, and when there's issues, we fix them, we add the pegs, and if there's any poles missing, we change them around and we make it all good. We put names on the bags so that, you know, Steve sets his tent up. That's actually his tent that he takes on camp, and you'll see why in a minute. You can probably read the story. Camp comes along, and we set up the tent, and the first night, Mr. Brewer, my tent hasn't got enough pegs. That's Steve talking to me, by the way. Um, you know, there's water getting into my tent. This is actually the last camp that I went on. There's water in my tent. There's a big pool of water in the middle of my tent. Um, you know... I go to the tent and it's saggy. They haven't put all the pegs. They've actually left some of their pegs at the campsite the night before that I actually pick up and put in my pocket so that they actually get to learn what it means to pick up and make sure you've got the pegs. But anyway, um, it's a bit of fun as a teacher. And that's why we practice. That's why we go on camps, to practice. Um, so that one day they can do it without the issues that they have. They get used to doing that sort of stuff. Practice involves doing, it involves following, it involves working, it involves focusing, it involves paying attention to what we're doing. As we practice doing His will, which is the scripture that we read a moment ago, as we practice following Him through our lives and as we practice putting His words into our life, somehow... Because it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to us. Somehow, through this practice, we begin to establish our lives on a strong foundation. An unshakable foundation. Somehow, this happens. It is actually incredible. It doesn't, it's not through what I do and through how I navigate. It's through following his words and applying that, that I establish my life. So what does this look like? What, what does hearing his words sound like where do we hear these words so in my life I was thinking about 
you know, how we actually hear this? How does this actually um, happen? How do, we, how do we get to hear that? Well, obviously we hear it through Jesus, through reading the Bible in a way that fits our life. Now, some people love getting up in the morning at four in the morning and reading the Bible for an hour. Awesome. That doesn't work for me necessarily. You know, I have different ways in the car, or I listen to different things. and So it has to be some way that fits you that Jesus can speak to you through his word, you know. Um, fits our lifestyle, our season. Sometimes, you know, in summer, I'll pop down to Malu Beach and I'll read and then I'll go for a swim and then I'll hop out, you know, because I've got summer holidays and it sort of fits that season of my life and then winter comes, I'm like, eh, you know, I can't do that anymore. So it changes, you know, listening, reminders during the day on your phone of scriptures, um, listening to the Bible in the car. I hear words of Jesus through prayer, talking with Jesus, praying in the morning. You know, like me and the kids, when we go to school, we hit a certain point and I pray for them in the morning. And then when I hit another point on my way to, way to work, I start praying. This is by myself. I pray for other things during that time in between those two points. And so these things just spark times where Jesus can speak to me Um, waiting for his response giving time for the Holy Spirit to speak to us early in the morning if that's you walking walking along the beach driving to work at night wherever that fits into your life I hear the words of Jesus being around other people that are practicing attending connect group attending church serving with others making specific appointments with leaders and and sort of gleaning off them hearing words into them into my life looking for ways to connect looking for ways where i can step into and serve from where i am currently it takes doing and following and working and focusing and action to build our life and to practice the words of jesus as we put these words into practice now on a side note, I had these great discussions with a guy in my connect group. The words of Jesus. This is Jesus that we're listening to. The one who spoke and made the blind man see. These are the words of Jesus who spoke and the people with leprosy were cured. The same Jesus. This is the Jesus that healed people, that turned water into wine. This is the Jesus that spoke and things changed and happened. This is the same Jesus that spoke and creation. This is the same Jesus that created and came to this world to live. The same one. The same Jesus. Somehow, by practicing and doing this, somehow our lives are established, made strong, unshakable, secure and steadfast. By following, by doing these words of Jesus. I've got some, um, got some photos up here of some people. First one is Donald Bradman. Anyone, everyone heard of Donald Bradman? I'm a phys ed teacher by trade. You know, Donald Bradman, look at this guy. He's an absolute champion. So he practiced with a cricket stump, not a bat. That's a cricket stump, just one bit of wood against a water tank practicing his strokes. No wonder he was an amazing cricket player because imagine, you know, 44-gallon drum, like, it's all coming off everywhere and... Amazing. Second one, Joe Satriani. Some people will know who Joe Satriani is. So his comment is, I'm playing every day for at least an hour. And if I'm writing, sometimes I'm playing eight to nine hours a day. So this guy, he shreds on the guitar. He's amazing. Richard Branson. We all know Richard Branson. 
He practices. He wakes up at 5 a.m., exercise, breakfast, family, email, and then he does his business. Charlene Brewer. She's amazing. She made her husband sit and listen to her read a business script before every presentation she did again and again in our bedroom. Now she teaches others to do the same in comfort and a few weeks ago she stood up in front of thousands at the Australian conference and spoke to them in boldness. And I'm like, okay, is this the same lady? It's amazing. Dave Brewer, that's me. Repeated year 12, tried hard at university, two primary school practices, writing with chalk, hand up if, actually don't do that, hand up if you remember chalk, holding hands with primary school students. If you know me, that's not really my thing. Three high school practices, not holding hands with students. Um, another year at full-time uni, full-time relief teaching, I now stand in front of 30 students and I'm able to keep their attention for the full hour that I have them in class. That's practice. Insert your name. The practice you have done to do what you can do today. So every one of us here is exceptional at some part of your life. Your work that you do, the sports that you play, the parenting that you do, you're exceptional at that. And you've only got that place because you have actually practiced. You can actually see that practice works. It actually does work. Don't overestimate practice. Practice actually makes permanent. Think about your life. At one stage, you couldn't walk. I love talking to students. One day, they're like, oh, I can't do this. You know what? You actually couldn't walk at one stage in your life. You will get to be able to do this. Keep going. At one stage in your life, um, you couldn't talk. At one stage in your life, hopefully not now, you couldn't actually go to the toilet by yourself. Hopefully that's different now. But true, you actually practiced. You practiced and, and you got there. It was great. As we practice doing as well, putting Jesus' words into action, we don't always get it right the first time. But somehow we establish and get our lives established on this unshakable foundation. I've recently been helping a friend. Could I get um, the massive stuff to come over um i've actually been helping a friend building build a retaining wall now i didn't bring the limestone blocks with me i just brought these um these bricks um yeah oh yeah okay um and you know it's been really hard actually building a retaining wall you had to start by laying this foundation with sand and blue metal and this foundation it was just took me forever i've got jake to do one load and he was like yeah cool dad go for it um you know then i started laying limestone blocks we set up a string line just need like could you guys just hold that string line that'd be great just uh, just across here that'd be great just for visual um and you know it's hard work building these things my hat is off to people who build and because it's it's full on it's hard work um and there's heavy it's heavy sometimes um i didn't get them in the right spot and i had to pull them back down again and put it back up again and i had to do that thank you that's awesome um because 
the string line, you know, like it takes ages to put it in the right spot, to get it in the exact place. Building costs something so that, so it's worth doing right. It costs financially. It's hard work. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. But eventually, the block is positioned in the in the in the right place, in the in the right thing. Just like hearing Jesus' words and putting them into practice. As we practice, so as we practice, we begin to position the blocks. We begin to like get them into place. But it's on that foundation. It's on the, it's on the place that is strong, it's secure. It's like positioning, leveling, straightening, even moving and redoing, allowing the adjustment of the master builder to take control of the block. So as we put a block down, the master builder comes along, that's God, and he begins to level. This is out. This brick's out. It actually needs to be leveled up here on that point there. And so what does the master builder do? He comes with his tools. Sometimes he comes with these, and he begins to move... He begins to move our life to where it should be, to a point. And if, and if we're not listening, he starts to move a bit harder. <laughs> you know, things, things change. Sometimes he has to take the block off, resurface the point again, put the block back on to readjust it. And that's hard. It takes action. It takes following. As we practice, it's not just one block and one brick at a time. You know, we don't, we don't, you don't see builders building very high like this. Because it only goes to a certain point. Okay? So the master builder, this is us navigating our life, by the way. You know, this is us building. We get to a point and it becomes very shaky. Okay? And so the master builder, as we add the words of Jesus, we begin to put blocks onto our life. Um, it starts to become a structure, a life, a facility. We're in a facility that was actually built from a foundation. Um, used and it has influence in the community and the environment. So as this begins to be built, it actually starts to take shape. It starts to become something. It actually starts to be strong. It becomes secure. As we practice, we begin to build and allow God to shape, configure, align, move and mould us into what he's designed us to be. Now this could be you. We could have another building over here made of limestone rocks. Have you seen those amazing structures that they make with limestone rocks? You know, like that could be you. You could be over here. You could be made out of, there's so many different designs and so many different um, people that God has designed us to be as a group of people that as we begin to build they begin to become structures our lives begin to become structures as we practice putting Jesus words into action and into our life somehow it begins to build our life on an unshakable foundation and also begins to influence the world around us this structure here didn't used to influence the world probably used to be sand 
all of a sudden we've got this structure that's built and it begins to influence the world and the community around us. Um, practice brings growth. The rise of great buildings. Think about the city of Perth. At one stage, and I was looking up pictures, I thought, oh, maybe I could find, I actually couldn't find many, but Perth actually never used to look like Perth. It was like swampland, it was on the edge, they actually reclaimed a lot of land and they began to build, you know, someone actually built something there and it begin to, began to become a city. Practice brings expertise, wisdom. We can look back at the early blocks and say, man, that was hard to build, that was hard to put there. And then as we continue building, we continue going, all of a sudden we're over here and we're up here, oh, this is quite easy. I get the hang of this. This is good. Yep, okay. Yeah, we'll adjust that a little bit. So when we look back here at these initial blocks, we man, that was hard, but look at where it's come now. Look at where it's come. Um, practice brings ease, natural movement, second nature. Oh, it's so easy for them. It's so easy for them to play that guitar. They look so awesome playing that. It's so easy. Well, I'll probably give you the tip. It was probably quite noisy and irritating when he couldn't hit the D note or the, you know, the first guitar. You know, when, I remember when I was learning the clarinet at home and it was like, because I couldn't get the notes. It's irritating until you keep practicing and it actually becomes easy. But people don't see what happens in the beginning. They didn't see that. Once the wall is built, it looks so easy the structure looks so safe and it looks so secure. But at one stage, it wasn't looking like this. It was a lot of hard work. It was a lot of stuff being put together to make it that way. Matthew 5, verse 14 to 16. Here's another way to put it. You are a light bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. As we begin to practice, we begin to build. As we begin to practice putting Jesus' word into our life, we begin to build on an unshakable foundation that somehow begins to build our life, but it also begins to build influence around us. This brick here cannot actually... Sorry, this brick here can't actually be there if it's not supported by this brick. Okay? So as we begin to build this, it becomes something. The city of Perth was developed by someone going, hey, I'm going to, I can see a bit of a business venture here. I might actually start this little, I don't know, I don't know what was happening back then. I'm going to sell some horses or I'm going to sell, I don't know. Um, you know, and then someone else has gone, oh, hold on, I might open a coffee shop just here. Just imagine, you know, that electricity. I'm going to open a coffee shop here because the guys that are doing the horses, they need a coffee after their long ride, you know, and then someone over here is going to, oh, I might, you know, sell some skincare or I might do, you know, a whole lot of stuff begins to develop from people's lives, from the decisions that people make. This guy that's selling the horses, he actually made a decision to move there and do that. As we build our lives we actually make decisions that affect people around us. As we begin to practice applying his words to our life, it starts to expose great structures that others see and it begins to influence them. This structure here 
that you guys meet in actually influences the students in this school. I'm not sure what it gets used for. It probably gets used for phys ed when it's raining outside or assemblies. It actually influences the community. See your life as something that is going to influence other people. As you build on the words of God, the words of Jesus, you begin to build a life that is going to influence other people around you. It draws others to our lives, in which it draws other people to the life of Jesus. So as we practice and build our own individual lives, the unshakable foundation and building, it develops buildings around us and it develops that city on a hill that begins to be shone throughout a community. As we look around here, we're actually all buildings. We're on various stages in life. We're in various maturity with Jesus. We've put different amount of words of God into our life. But we're beginning to become this city on this hill. And that's what I felt this morning when I was coming to Quinn's. You know, you guys are a city on a hill. You guys are buildings and structures that God has put in this place for this time that is shining light, that is bringing um, public attention to who Jesus is. We've got all these buildings, which is your life, which you're putting God's word into your life. And you are shining that light out to people here that are getting influenced by what you're doing. So as a city begins to be built because of the rising up of one building, this is how and this is where the publicity of practice comes in. The public profile of all the practice and the background work that you've been doing in your life. When you first came to Jesus or you first knew Jesus, it was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to do a bit of reading. You didn't really know a lot. But if you look back and you see what God's done in your life and where you've stepped and you can look back and say, wow, God, you're amazing. How have you done that? How you've orchestrated that? How you've helped me build my life? It's incredible. And you can see how it's become a public place. As we continue to practice not giving up, we go beyond where we are positioned right now. Where you're positioned right now is not where God wants you to be in the future. God does not, you haven't got to the end goal. You haven't come, we haven't come to the end place where God wants us to be. God wants you to go further than you are currently right now. As we practice, we go beyond. I love that. I loved the Beyond Month. I just, I love it. It was so awesome, you know. Um, Jesus gives life to the full. Live it. Share it. I love that component of our church and the heartbeat. Go beyond. Beyond where you are right now. What's, where is your right now? What does it right now look like? Take a snapshot of your life. Take a personal snapshot of your life. Where is your right now? I want to encourage you to practice, to grab another block, pop it up in your life, whatever that looks like, pop it up on there, allow the master builder to move it, to shape it, to get it level, which takes some time and some pain. Beyond where I'm comfortable or settled with right now, what is that? What is that comfort place looking like, that job position, the wages, the marriage, the relationships? I want to encourage you to practice. Pick up another block and build some more. Beyond where I think 
I can go. What does that place look like? Where have I become settled? Where have I become comfortable, unwilling to push forward? At business, at work, we're serving in relationships. Where have I become comfortable and not willing to move forward? Beyond here and now. Further than where God has designed you. Right here and right now. God has designed you to be further than that. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our upcoming events and discover more about us, visit c3quinsbeach.com.au. Until next time, have a blessed week.